Hello and welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corey Phelps, your host. I'm a business and life success coach, wealth mentor, clinical hypnotherapist, breathwork facilitator, growth and expansion expert, speaker, investor, serial entrepreneur, former fitness professional, mom, dog lover, sunshine chaser, and deep down inside, I'm a self-proclaimed foodie. I started my personal development journey shortly after the birth of my daughter. I found myself in a career that I was absolutely miserable in. I was asking myself questions like, there's got to be more to life than this. I was completely unwilling to settle for a mediocre existence. So I became obsessed with creating peak performance in humans and really learning what it takes to tap into our unharnessed potential. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, business, community building, empowerment, becoming resourceful despite a lack of resources, learning how to build wealth, and it's really truly my mission now to help others discover their deeper purpose and potential, to become more conscious leaders, to take ownership of their own personal wealth, to access their untapped potential. I am here to support you in achieving more growth, more abundance, more wealth, to truly become super expanders. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Hello, super expanders. Oh my gosh, you guys, we are in for a treat. You are in for a treat because I have one of my most favorite human beings sitting here with me. His name is Matt Gottesman. So, so excited to introduce you to Matt. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you're doing this, by the way. You know, but I, I, I was hoping you'd do this way long ago. So I'm glad we're finally here. <laughs> well, you know, you have to wait till you're, till you're ready. And, um, even though I'm still not ready, I decided to, to just, we never are. go, never, <laughs> never ready. You guys, I want to just share a little bit about who Matt is before we dive into this. He has the like the best resume ever. And you're going to find out after I tell you what it is, but we're going to dive into it a little bit deeper. Matt, is a multidisciplinary creative, a two times founder of a podcast, writer, artist, and super into web 3.0, which we're going to have to discuss this a little bit more so that he can fully educate you on this if you're not exactly sure what that is. He's also an agile digital marketer and strategist by trade with a background, helping some of the world's most iconic brands, ones I know that you definitely have heard of, realize their potential digitally. To boast a few, Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. Wow, right? I mean, this guy is, (laughs) he's, he's got quite a list of accolades here, right? Nearly a decade ago, he decided to reconstruct his narrative by taking to the internet to create, build, and publish to the world through his own brands. And thank goodness he did. (laughs) You guys, he is literally pure magic. He communicates through the intersection of culture, creativity, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. He loves business and of course, spirituality, which is something we deeply connect on and exploring personal development and human optimization because he believes that these help us become better people, creating more intentional impact 
in the world. He recently launched Permissionless, which is a weekly mail drop on the Substack and forthcoming NFT, which I am literally just learning about. Uh, So (laughs) if you're new to this, pull up a chair because we have an expert in our presence. Oh, thank you for that. I know it's, it's, uh, I always say we're more than one thing. And so it's like, where do you even begin? You're like, wait, so you're this, but you're that, but you're this, but you're that. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you know, we explore all, but then, you know what? The funny thing is we live in a time where I think it all, it all really does intersect. And we're now really expanding in a time where, um, your art and your creativity and your business and your spirituality and your community and all that stuff it really is all merging right within the context of the internet um and where we're heading so it's fun oh my gosh thank you for having me for oh my gosh thank Thank you you for being here it's funny you say that because it's like you get to be all these things i actually fully believe and think that if i hear that somebody's only just one thing i'm almost a little distrustful i'm like "Hmm, a little (laughs) suspicious Right. What do you mean right. you're just so focused on one thing? <laughs> you know, no, yeah. I, I, I get you because exploration, um, you know, I, I really got into a lot of um, like the idea of a polymath. Um, so you can study art and culture and creativity and, and physics and psychology, but you can also study like architecture and, you know, mind and um, math and science. Like there's just there's there's just so much out there, but they're always kind of working together. And I think that it's interesting when we try to connect those dots to see how they do so, you know? So that's probably where a lot of this comes from, for me at least. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. There, everything is interconnected. And the more we, we start to acknowledge that, I think we start to understand each other on a deeper, deeper level. Absolutely. So, um, so again, thank you for having me here and wherever you want to take the conversation and wherever you want to go. Um, you know, uh, I really appreciate you. So thank you. Oh my gosh. I appreciate you so much. So little backstory, Matt and I met, he was a speaker at a mastermind and he was, I think you were, we, what was the exact topic you were speaking on? You had this like really complicated, um, it was a, not a customer journey, but like how, how funnels work. Right. And so as I'm watching him break it all down, which I had, I knew a little bit about funnels, but I just knew I was like, I must work with this guy. I, so I hired him to help me build out some things in my business, which are, it's really funny because it's parts of my business that are absolutely non-existent anymore. But in that you have consistently been, um, just someone that I completely look up to as a leader, a super expander, someone who's open. And you've done so many amazing things in your career, in your business, but never has there been one moment in us having worked together in exchange or a conversation, knowing the big brands that you've worked with. I've always felt like completely seen, um, Not like I was just a beginner starting out. You have such a wonderful way about you of calling people up to their full potential in this just really strong way. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, that's that's amazing. Um, You you never really know how people feel until they tell you. And um, I like, there's a lot in there that you said, um, our ability to, 
really like listen and understand somebody. And I mean, like really listen, not so much always for what they're saying, but for sometimes what they're not saying or for their choice of words, which might be meaning something else, right? And their energy. And I think when people are innately understood, it calms the nervous system a little bit, right? And it helps them kind of get, gain a little bit more clarity and, and focus, right? And then, um, and grace and a lot of other things um, for the marathon that's our life. Because so often we're like, go, 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 go. And <clears throat> I, along the way, I remember when I was at Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, and I was working for the Krug Champagne brand. And um, the director uh, there, uh, the brand director, Carl Helene, I, I just, I always have to credit this guy because he was, he was one of those individuals that like would teach you, like would mentor in a way that was very like direct, but like one-liner-esque. And you'd be like, that's brilliant. You know, like he, he was just so good at it. And I remember when it was about 2011, 2012, and he's like, I love the way your brain and your mind think. I'm like, thanks, Carl. And he's like, none of us know what you are talking about. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And this is this is this is from the digital. This is because I was just geeking out on digital. Now a lot of this stuff we're all familiar with all this stuff. But he said something that really changed changed me in business and in and in my personal life. And um, you know, he said, when you go in there, like just like connect with us. Just like tell us in a business sense, like why this is important and like make it really simple. There's so much like power in simplicity. Just because we we connect and then um, we feel heard and and it was just really interesting. He's like, and you can remove all of like you don't have to prove. We already you're here, which demonstrates like we can't do it. So help us understand from where we're at. And I was like, and these are you know these are like the heads of the company. You know, I mean, this is a two hundred and fifty year old brand. <laughs> you know, that is like very. Um you know, classic and luxurious, but like, um, approachable, but like, you know, and familial. I mean, these are, this is, you know, it's just a classic is one of the remaining, you know, true classics, Krug Champagne. And so it was interesting. It was very helpful to me in how he spoke. And he was like, you know, and, and he's like, also kind of more or less respect where you're at when you know more of something than we know. Um, especially if we don't know anything at all, um, be confident with like help help us. You know, just just help us. And so I I think of like that and a couple other scenarios where that really kind of redefined a like how do we approach people and and things? How do we take the really complex and just simplify it in all areas? You know because society does a great job of kind of like complicate all of us we human beings. We can complicate things. And and then just really connecting, like listening and, and hearing somebody. Um, and because we're all here, right, like meant to do something. How do we how do we help in that moment the people who are meant to do something do it? So I'll stop there because you know I'll you know I'll go on a tear, but uh, well, <laughs> so. we get. I mean, we we know that this podcast would last for for hours. Us conversing right. on this, it's funny what, when you were saying that. What it really came to mind to me is he took that yogic, you know, at the end of a class when yeah. the teacher says, 
the teacher in me honors the teacher in in you. So here you are sitting in a room with this mega brand, this that you feel like is this like wise brand that must be like so far above you probably I'm, I'm guessing you had to have been feeling a little nervous in a, in a certain way when you're talking to these people and he basically brought it down on this like human level saying to you that here it is we see how much value you are bringing to the table and how much you're going to teach us at the same time i love so so to expand on that there um not that moment but the, there was a previous moment that that's exactly what happened i remember um I'd never tried the champagne before. Um, I just really wasn't a champagne drinker, but I'm an, I'm an internet geek and that's why I'm there. And he takes me across the street. We go to um, like Morimoto's in New York and Manhattan. And we're like, you know, he's like, drink that. I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. He's like, that. How do I do that digitally? I'm like, what, the feeling? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I'm going on this tear and I'm like, well, here's here's how you know you approach it here's how like energy works but with the internet and expansively right so it's like it's funny where there's like there's a spiritual component there's this branding component there's this tech component there's like all of this stuff happening and he goes i love it i love all of this and i was like at the end i go why did you hire me <laughs> i was like i have no idea about champagne and he's like i have no idea about everything you just said and i'm like Huh. And he's like, so we both have something to learn from each other. And then he brought me right back to the office and he's on the phone with France, speaking French, and they have their annual meeting the next week. And it's in like Champagne, France. And it's like, you know, it's their annual meeting. It's the, it's the owners, you know. And he puts them on hold and he goes, Matt, do you have your passport? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and he goes, I need you to be in Champagne next Tuesday for our annual event. I need you to tell the entire team, including the founders, you know, great, 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 great grandson, you know, the CEO, everybody, everything you just told me. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I didn't even hesitate. I didn't even, I was like, you know, and I know a lot of people are like, a lot of people might hear and be like, oh my God, that's incredible. It's, it's, it's it wasn't imposter syndrome, but just that you, you, maybe, I don't know. It's just that like, it was, well, I'll tell you what it was. He, he's like, what's the problem? I'm like, you want me to tell a 200 plus year old brand how the times have changed and that they need to rethink, you know, marketing um, and like all this other stuff, whatever. I was like, they used to serve kings and monarchs. Like you want me to like, just go in there and kind of disrupt the flow a little bit. And he's like, yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with that. And he had this way of weirdly enough, I could always be like, like myself. I'm always myself, but like, you know, like, you know, sometimes we, we flinch back and forth between like, mm, how much can I tell you? I would like literally tell him like an insecurity. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm uncomfortable with that. And he said, how much do you think you know? And I said, what about my industry? He goes, yeah, 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 like all the stuff that you do, how much do you think you know? And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. It's always changing, you know, Moore's law every 18 months, you know, I'm like in my head. And he's like, stop overthinking how much do you think you know i was like mm, maybe 60 percent and he goes perfect and i'm like perfect and he goes yeah it's 100 percent more than we know get your ass on that plane <laughs> and i was like okay wow he's like yeah just talk just tell us like just share 
And it was an incredible experience. And I went and I did just that. And we had incredible conversations over dinner, like all these people. And it was really, really cool. Um, and so, you know, again, simplicity, um, making things less complex, leaning in, you know, um, when something seems scary, it's just because it's uncertain, but everything's uncertain. And so, um, that's how you discover. So you have to lean in and again, like just be willing to, um, have conversations that we, whether you were prepared or not. Um, and if you do it from your heart, you know, versus fear or the ego or anything like that, or defensiveness, you you gain so much more, you know. And so, and um, I said on a recent Substack, you know, uncertainty is so um, you can play with uncertainty until it becomes certain, and then all of a sudden, it'll even then it's uncertain, right? Because like life, the life is always changing, and even as you learn things, there's always other variables that. Um, that are going to come up that can come up and so <clears throat> how we flow from moment to moment is is much more important in our character in doing so um you know and how we fortify our own self right and hold our our self um accountable and honest and uh, reliant and all these things we're less affected by the outside world um but we're we're more weirdly enough prepared for it even though it's constantly changing and uncertain so I feel like what you just shared is the real secret to success is emotional intelligence and just communicating. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> right. Because if you hadn't actually leaned into the discomfort of communicating how you were feeling, you could have imploded that opportunity for yourself by like allowing your ego to drive it. But yeah. you spoke truly from your heart with transparency and vulnerability, which I'm sure was seen with the utmost of respect, obviously, when, I mean, you ended up in France in Champagne, <laughs> sitting in <laughs> front of these people. So there was a tremendous amount of respect born out of that. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's really well said. Um, when honesty is a very trusting, respectful thing to do, not everybody may receive the honesty well. Again, I think it's also a little bit in the delivery, of course, emotional intelligence, as you said. Um, if we think about what makes people more connected, it's honesty, you know, love, trust, respect. These are very important qualities. And, um, we're all thinking all kinds of things in our head. So imagine when we're able to share like, hey, I'm feeling this. It's not real, but this is how I'm feeling. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Let me let me see if I can help. Now, obviously, if it's met with, you know, judgment or anything else, I mean, that kind of that warrants another conversation. Hey, where did the judgment like come from? Like, you know, and and I get it. Um whether in business or in personal life or in so many different places, it's so easy um, for us to almost alter a perception, right? If somebody shares something with us, and I think that's why a lot of people are scared, is what if it's not received? What if my honesty is not received? Especially since a lot of what we're thinking is false. It's just an illusion anyways, right? And so finding, one, we should always be honest and lean in. And two, finding the people we can we can feel 
the 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 most with that are like or like they're they're most honorable in respecting our you know um our everything everything that we we want to um you know unleash <laughs> everything that we want to like you know talk about it and whatnot um because you know that's where i guess the boundaries come into it's like not everybody can receive that well or or you know um create that space for you to be like oh i totally get you you know i dealt with that once before too like you did like what did you deal with you know and that relatability creates a bond and that bond creates trust um and when we're honest about things everything we know what we can expect from that person for the most part for the most part and then it's you know the actions as well right because we can hear a lot of things but when we see them as well, if they're if the words and actions are so aligned, and the follow through is there, they you know people then in that capacity become more predictable. I also say that um, you know uh, people are also predictably unpredictable, um, and that's also healthy. Uh, knowing that, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I, I once I was asked during last year's you know interesting time. Um, a young entrepreneur had asked me and said, um, you know, people always surprise me. And I said, they never surprise me. And she said, but they're always changing their, from their behaviors. I'm like, yeah, I expect it. <laughs> she goes, but you don't know what they're going to do. I'm like, yeah, I expect that, you know? And I said, and that's just something I think with time that you'll develop that, um, I always say humans will be humans will be humans. They will innately do whatever in any given moment in time is best for them first and foremost. Sometimes it'll align with you. Sometimes it won't. And so as long as we are constantly, you know, grounding ourselves and, and fortifying ourselves, we're less affected by the decisions of others. Um, but we're also hopefully, you know, greatly in a good way impacted by, you know, those that are kind of rolling the way we are, right? So there's a lot in there too. So oh my <laughs> I gosh, you couldn't, have, yeah. couldn't have said it better. And yeah. what I love about that was I feel like I don't even need to explain why you're a super expander for me <laughs> because you just like packaged it up so eloquently, so beautifully. And now you can see why Matt is a super expander for me, why I love having conversation with you all of the time because it's expansive, it's deep, wow. you don't hold back. And there's so much just honesty and openness and truth in the things that you say. And I very much appreciate that about you more than you know, because it's it's not always a, it's just not, a, it's a rare find is, oh. is the, the more... The more I am here on this planet, it's it's a rare find. So I I see that in you, and I appreciate that in you, and you have expanded me so so much, which brings me to really digging deep on who your super expanders have been. Is there something a super expander, multiple of them that you want to share a specific story? I'd love for you to share that with us. Yeah, you know, um, there's been several, you know, from the ones that have long been passed, but their work still is so vast and important and impactful that it still, you know, hits me. And then there's also <clears throat> um, my parents. Um, 
I'm very lucky. I'm very, very, very lucky. Um, I had the tight, I have my, my mother's still with us and my father passed two years ago who I talked to more than ever now that he's passed. Um, I can feel him like just even, just even as I say it, I'm like, I can hear that. Yeah, I'm right here. Um, <clears throat> I was very, very lucky and fortunate that I had the kind of parents who um, were supportive in the way of we're going to raise you as an independent, sovereign individual capable of taking anything on in this world. Um, and without, you know, um, like resentment or bitterness, but it's going it, to, it, it could be tough. I'm kind of paraphrasing what I feel for them, meaning like from a very young age, they taught me to be curious, to ask questions, um, to treat people with respect, um, to stick up for myself, to defend myself like not defend like be defensive but like you know like <clears throat> be proud of yourself um to cultivate you know that inner strength um my mother and father are a very interesting dynamic because my father was a very integrity driven businessman and attorney um but he took care of the people constantly not but and he took care of the people constantly and he was always doing what was right for all parties, even when he represented people who were in opposition to somebody, what's right for all parties. My mother was very spiritual, holistic, you know, naturopathic medicine. Um, <clears throat> you know, if there was an issue, she'd be like, yeah, read, you know, you know, Ramdam or something like that. <laughs> you know, she, like, whatever it might be. She'd be like, read this. And I'm like, okay. She's like, this is the book on Gandhi. You might want to learn, you know, I mean, I'd be 10, you know. Um, they were raising me the best way that they could from where they were at. And then, weirdly enough, it became very impactful for me later on in life. Um, it wasn't until I started integrating a lot of what I learned, because you can learn and you can read and all these things. But until you start like application of all of it and really practicing these things, which I felt more equipped later on in life. Well, not later or later, but, you know, like uh, when I hit my early 30s and, you know, life-changing things happened and all of a sudden, you know, I got to find some new tools or reach back into the toolbox I was given all those years ago. And um, and so they were just very, very impactful. My father was very much like, I could tell you what to do, but I don't want to, A, because I'm still figuring it out constantly myself, and B, what's to say that my life is your life? If I tell you, if I, if I take care of everything for you, how will you know what is for you? Um, and, you know, son, make a million, lose a million, make a million again. Like kind of was his thing. He's like, figure it out. Like, you'll be so glad that you did. Um, I really, I get chills when I think about that. Cause like, he, he just like, and, and no matter what I came up with, he was just like the type to be like, I like where you're going with this. He was listening to me and he was supportive. I mean, really, when nobody thought <laughs> some of my ideas, they were just like, you know, and not supportive as a father just trying to be like, you know, kind of a little bit maybe we're seeing in society sometimes like, like 
let me listen to understand and let me poke holes in it and let me let me let me actually know and he would go and do research on some of this stuff i remember even like in crypto and this is just even a few years ago four years ago right almost five years ago i told him about crypto and he was like hmm let me get back to you on that goes and reads a book goes and reads all these articles he's like this is genius (laughs) i was like right it seems pretty cool we we just we had this way of connecting where he was such an open-minded individual and um you know sure enough he he went he went head first into it too you know and here he was you know he's in his 70s and he's like i like this stuff you know but he was always adapting he was always adaptable and always adapting to to life changes and so you know i don't mean to go on this tear about them but i do at the same time because i'm very lucky that their approach to me and the way that they treated me expanded whatever was already I came here with and in me um, to, you know, apply and then pay that forward as well, too. You know, and so um, there was just a lot of love and respect in where I came from. And I, and I, I get that is an honor because I, I understand that not everybody has that. Now, I also tell people, you know, because I've had some people like, oh, you know, lucky I didn't have that. I'm like, let me tell you something. Everybody has somebody different in their corner. Cause I, cause there were times where nobody was in my corner, but just my pops. I mean, even my mom was like, I don't know what he's doing with all this stuff, you know? And, um, you know, I'm concerned for him because I was like a tech geek. It's like not the normal jobs, all this stuff. I mean, nobody was in my corner and I get that how people are like, yeah, but you know, your parents like, yeah, but you had like five, 10 friends that you were all building something with. It's not always about blood family or whatever. It's really about kind of cultivating an environment for yourself that can expand you in general. Um, and it can come from a multitude of different places, you know, um, and everybody has craziness in their family, <laughs> no matter what, you know? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that meant a lot. That really meant a lot in the grand scheme of things, because having that support, um, when you can really think you're crazy, like, you know, but it was intuition a lot of times. And, you know, and, and if you're playing around with things that are new and fresh, like I'm, so I'm 42, but, and I try to explain to people with the internet, 95 was like AOL chat rooms all the way to like, you know, where we're at now. So I kept adapting and growing with each new platform, but I was there for it because I was also dedicated to that world. So from like, you know, AOL to TikTok and now Web3 and like everything in between, um, I grew up with all that. But at the same time, imagine everything is new and you're trying to explain the new to everyone. I'm still doing it now, <laughs> but a little bit more accepting now because people like can't deny what they're seeing. But, you know, so you can feel lonely, you can feel crazy. And, and so my parents were really, they're like, I remember from my father, there was that. And then from my mother, I'll wrap with just this one thing, I guess. And then, you know, and give you some other examples of expanders, but my mother, I remember it was years ago, I was really doubting, you know, like as an entrepreneur, um, you have a lot of moments of doubt. Uh, you can have a lot of moments of doubt, not everybody does, um, where, you know, the but when, and because you're, and the outside world doesn't always understand you. And, um, and that can be brutal if you're not fortifying yourself, right? I mean, that can be, because it's just, Oh, yeah, that's cute. Oh, you got like this little social media and blogging podcast, and that's cute. Or oh, you got okay, you know, whatever. Do you think that's very responsible? Like everything, you you name it, 
I've heard it, you know, and um, what was key was I'll never forget my mom saying this to me of all people, not all like not like that, just because there were many years where she didn't fully get what I did. Um, and she, you know, she just wanted to make sure I was okay, which I get. But she was like, you know, here's the thing. No matter what has happened and no matter how, like, she's like, where I really respect you is every single time something either was taken from you or you were hit with a roadblock or an ops, like a major obstacle and a setback, you kept getting back up and kept like figuring it out. And she's like, and that's life. She's like, you can, I was like considering breaking back into corporate uh, and I never really was in corporate. So I should say breaking into corporate. And I was like, you know, I was debating this and she said, the thing is, is there's a lot of people in very comfortable positions that while on the outside, maybe it looks really great and maybe it feels really great, but God forbid a day comes where a major setback or obstacle comes, they may not be as equipped as you are to handle it. She's like, your path has been developing you at your core to like handle anything as it happens. A great example for anybody listening is 2020. So I had long been prepared for something like 2020. So I have a lot of empathy for what a lot of people are now dealing with, which are major setbacks from their title and their status and their money and their home and their friends and their family and their ideologies and what they thought was important, everything. I had long dealt with that. So it came full circle in 2020 for my mom. I was like, shit, now I get what you're saying because that adaptation was, was very difficult for a lot of people. But more importantly, I learned a lot of empathy. So I knew how to handle with care. A lot of people like, yeah, no, it, it's scary as shit. I know what you're going through and I can relate to you, but here's what you got to do. Or here's what I, I recommend thinking through and thinking about. Have you ever felt stuck? Like something is blocking you from reaching your full potential? You feel like if only you had access to the tools to unlock your deeper purpose and potential, if you could surround yourself with a community of like-minded people on a similar growth journey, you're just ready to kick fear, doubts, imposter syndrome to the curb. Enter the Energetics Society, your premium membership to amplify and unlock your deeper purpose. The Energetic Society is a donation-based membership filled with healing modalities to help you build more wealth and more freedom inside your life, inside your business, all for the price you choose to pay. Inside the Energetic Society, you get to have it all. Wealth, impact, success, connection, fulfillment. And all you have to do is text 202-918-3235. Again, text 202-918-3235. Send us the word wealth and you will receive the link to join the donation-based membership of the Energetic Society straight to your cell phone today. So, yeah, so these two parents have been very intricate in the way that they raised me um, and, you know, and, and worked with me along the way. And so, you know, but as far as like the ones that have passed, it's like, you know, your Leonardo da Vinci's and your Einstein's and, you know, Michelangelo's and like just reading and, and 
you know, listen to all them. And then also another super expander for me would be Naval. <laughs> Naval Ravikant, like, I just love this guy. <laughs> like, oh, he's so badass. I just love this guy. Naval, if you can hear this at some point, please reach out. <laughs> so. We're going to harness that in a second. I wish you guys could see Matt's face right now talking about his parents. I have full body chills while he's telling this story because I can just feel the the magnitude of it all. And it was just, it's a funny thing because I feel like Every time I have a conversation now on this topic of super expanders, I'm like almost about to cry. And the whole time you were talking about your parents, I was like, don't cry, Corey. Don't cry. <laughs> it's all good. You can cry. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's so, so powerful. And I can just feel how each of them are infused into you, bringing forth the best of both of them, which is literally pure, pure magic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel blessed so thank you so i feel like now we have to go into the uh, naval thing because <laughs> so here here we go because so i'm sure well first let me say i'm sure that you've told your mother what a super expander is she is for you yes i have i didn't use those words so i'm going to use that but i i have actually told my mom even more recently like hey i really thank you and dad like i love you guys like i get it you know and she didn't really even know it goes to show you like why we have to tell people things, why we have to communicate because they're not even thinking about it like that. They're just also being a little bit themselves and just trying to figure it out too, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, I've been tasking that that's been a task, but I feel like we should dive into this Naval thing. Cause maybe, <laughs> maybe we're going to, the three of us have a conversation on a podcast one day. I'm just going to put that out there energetically. Okay. You know, here we go. We're, we're putting it out there and now it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. I, um, for anybody listening, I, I always recommend go read, um, the almanac of Naval Ravikant. Um, he was one of the founding partners, uh, co-founders of AngelList.co. Um, you know, they, he's like an angel investor and you know, they call him the angel philosopher and really unique story because ever since he was, you know, a young child uh, and I believe an immigrant, um, his mom, in order to, for babysitting, would leave him at the the library um, to read, like or just to keep him busy, and he would just read everything. Um, and but even now, even though his like his whole idea around reading is like, well, don't read a whole thing just to read, and don't read a book just to read a book. Read to get whatever you need out of it, even if it's just a few sections, and then you can stop too. His approach to life and the Almanac of Naval Ravikant is about <clears throat> wealth and happiness. And <clears throat> he really gets people to think about how they approach their time while they're here. What does it really mean? And how do you really respect it? Because if you really respect it, you start to handle it very differently and you start to take a different sort of accountability with it. Um, you you build in a practice of should I be spending time on this? Should I be doing this? Is that worth it? Oh, that's definitely worth it. Why is that worth it? Because this is what that feels like. Oh, is that in alignment with what I should be doing? Yeah, like you you it actually works very heavily into kind of the intuition and the spiritual side. And then <clears throat> and he talks also heavily about 
you know, which that leads inevitably to wealth because it's sort of like, hey, you've got to redefine wealth. Number one, it's different for every person. But two, um, be, because of the time that we live in, we're seeing the ability to use things that expand our passions that weren't previously of access to people in previous generations. And he talks a lot about code and media and digital and all these things. And in essence, it's allowing more of the ownership of who we are in our time and our life while being able to, you know, bring that in new ways to a public market um, that doesn't have to be so crazy large. I know everybody's so used to, you know, it's got to be the millions of followers and all that stuff. Um, but, and, and with that kind of leverage, you can create kind of any kind of style of your life, but you should always be reverse engineering from a place of what do you want for yourself? And then that's where he leads in over into happiness and that you've, you've got to really be thinking about how do you feel in any given situation? How do you cultivate um, a life of, you know, cause like happiness is, you know, it's an emotion. It can come and it can go, but like, but ultimately, you know, how are you, and I'm paraphrasing a lot of this. I'm just kind of going off of it. But um, how do you, you know, how do you spend your time? And how are you, knowing how you're spending your time, how does that play into everything else that you create and do? And who's involved from family to work to, you know, friends and hobbies and all of these things, right? How are we reverse engineering, like backing into, um, you know, a life that we can imagine for ourselves. And sometimes it's so, we think that we've all imagined a life for ourselves, but really what we've been maybe imagining is what society has kind of told us. And, and this, you know, oh, this is success. So I want that. And you're like, but do you want that? You know, like I've, I've even had people who are like, I want a hundred million dollar a year business and we're gonna have the biggest agency. We're gonna have the biggest this. And I'm like, I'm just, just so I'm curious. So you have thought about, so you'll have hundreds of employees like, yes. And I'm like, and you'll be paying all their benefits and insurance and overhead and this. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, and operating costs and building and office costs. And like, I'm like going on this whole tear and I'm like, yes, wait. And I'm like, wait. Ah, I was like, what is it that I was like, are you creating more work for yourself um, for an external perception for everybody to see that you run a hundred million dollar a year agency or a billion dollar company. And I get it because some pieces of software companies that sold for billions of dollars. Well, yeah, because they solved an innate problem that is very easily scalable with little, you know, maybe less overhead or whatever it might be. I was like, just read. And he, he questions a lot. He says that the companies of the future are probably five people or less because you can operate with, you know, less and, and have more outputs and stuff like that. So he just questions a lot of, what we've been taught through societal systems and that um, luckily we now have all different types of tools and means to create and learn separate from the systems that were initially bestowed upon us. And that should excite a lot of people. We can, we can be in online communities. We can learn financial literacy differently. We can learn blockchain and crypto and NFTs. We can learn uh, art and architecture and infrastructure. We can learn 
design and digital design. We can learn, you know, breath work and spirituality and meditation and um, metaphysics and quantum mechanics. Like we, we've never had access to more. We just have to honor it differently for how we're spending our time. Otherwise, the inputs are so great and we never know what, what to do. So we stay stuck, right? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, pure, pure magic. And I love that because with a reverse engineer piece, right? It's like, yeah hopping in your car if you don't reverse engineer it's like hopping in your car on a 20-year journey hoping that you're going to get to the place that you wanted to go but did you really even want to go there right. and what a boring trip if you're not a little bit more i don't know intentional yeah, yeah. well and it also it forces you also to really think about what's really really important and if you ask most people the usual things i think come up of course like you know money is an important energy um you know, and um, a whole bunch of slew of other, you know, material things. But I think it ultimately comes down to freedom, which he also does talk about. Freedom is really what I believe everybody is after. They, the, the, the freedom to feel, the freedom to not worry, the freedom from stress, the freedom from, you know, um, health difficulties, the freedom from financial difficulties, whatever it might be, right? Um, so, but the feelings that come from freedom are innately free you know so we have to kind of cultivate that along the way you know um versus feeling like if if and when i get these things that's what will make me free like no um but but i get it i think that um because we're all we're all chasing security or we're chasing um happiness or we're chasing all these different things that what I have found the most is the relationship we have with ourselves, and it's very cliche, but it's it's finally been drilled into my head, and it's finally been like em, embodied. Oh, I get it. I have a greater predictor of what's going to come in for my life the more I've cultivated self reliance and trust and love within myself, because I constantly take finance and investing and budgeting classes like for fun like you know like oh i want to learn more about that and i take you know um i've now got two trainers nutritionists um and i'm having the most fun i've ever had with with food not because i had to have some 90-day goal but because i genuinely feel more energy i'm two years in and like my body is taking shape is doing all kinds of things and it's just like but i'm i'm learning about the dynamics of human physiology and neurology and you know all of these things so it's when we start to take a genuine interest in ourselves our whole lives we feel less affected by the outside world and more in control of our own decisions regardless of what the outside world is happening right and it becomes a phenomenal feeling between the finance and the health and like you know um going within and you know tapping in and, and talking to, to god and my intuition every day and not the separatedness that society does with with God sometimes that so and and I know like religion can sometimes kind of do that depending you know, but the idea of no like just a, a, a again the way we talk to ourselves the way we talk to God the way we talk to the the world it's all the same like just like lean in and so it's been interesting even in that practice of of talking with God and intuition and being like I'm gonna listen to that and see where that goes. I don't have to understand it. And every single time, now the fa the more I do it, the faster I see the correlation for why I made the decision. And so all of these things are really internal. They're 
all internal. They're all just giving ourselves the love that we so applicably give the rest of the world all the time and then burn out, but we don't do it enough for ourselves. I mean- All a sequence for sure. It's a sequence, but what I love about what you're talking about is the definition of freedom requires or like actual true freedom requires tremendous discipline where the problem (laughs) the problem when people think of freedom it's like let me burn myself out to get to freedom and freedom really is as society discusses it or implies it there's this like essence that freedom is this like almost like a lazy thing of having to do nothing and almost like gluttonous but real true freedom truly truly comes through discipline and that's the only way any of us will get there and the more you're disciplined in something the more free you become because it stops feeling like work so the whole idea at least everything that when i'm listening to you talk about it 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 100% aligns with everything that i i think feel believe all of it is that through the discipline the work stops being work. Your only project is truly just tuning into yourself. And the more you tune into yourself, things just stop feeling hard. The work is still the work, but it just stops feeling hard. It doesn't mean that it's comfortable, but right, it stops right. feeling like arduous. Right. So true. But, you know, there's that famous quote, you know, things don't get easier. We just get better. Um you know, which I always found interesting and meaning, you know, kind of even let me humanize that a little bit, because like when you're 20 and like maybe you go through like a breakup or you lose a job or whatever, you know, it's so massively huge, but it's actually a much smaller situation in the bigger picture of war, of, of life. Right. But you're so like at that age, like, you know, you're emotional about it. maybe not everybody, but like emotional and how could this be? And it's like five, six months go by and you, you feel it, you know, and then when you're 40, um, you know, you get hit with a way harder situation, but the experience has taught you so much more throughout the years. That's a 20-year run that your response time is in more of like seconds or days, you know? And and we're we're more hopefully, we're more fit and better equipped to handle those things. So things don't it's not that they get easier because they don't, you know, we just get better. Um Absolutely. you know, because especially if you're dealing with like death and loss and like a whole new, you know, level. But yeah, you innately get better. And so it's much easier to deal with so many things, right? So at least that's my take on it, you know? But I like what you said, absolutely, 100%. Such a genius sitting here before me. (laughs) 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 So I would love to know, we're getting ready to to kick off and head into a brand new year, which is Mm kind of hard to believe that. 2022 is upon us we're gonna fast forward out let's just fast forward because you know like a year from now we're gonna be having this conversation again and so it's gonna be like a follow-up kind of like a time capsule a short one not like a 10-year like a one-year time capsule so let's fast forward out to this time next year and we're gonna shelf the idea of like goals and accomplishments how do you want to feel this time next year you know, the other day, and I wrote this on my stories, I was doing a couple of things that really felt so in alignment with both my purpose, um, my talent, and my skills. Skills I'm still acquiring in some of the things with relation to the thing that I, uh, some of the things that I want to do, but um, coming up, 
but innately my previous skills are like talent stack for that to understand it. But I was, I had goosebumps like in a way that was like, this feels so right. All of this feels so right. And within purpose and um, in the bigger picture, all the details, you know, like you're saying goals, all that stuff, none of that came through. I just knew that in that moment, they all felt so right. And I was, and I wrote on my wall, imagine when you've had an experience like that. Now imagine if you can live in that all the time. Um, now, obviously I know that's a little, you know, I, I'm not going for the extreme of like, you know, you're living with goosebumps, all that, but just that idea of feeling so um, in alignment and with um, fulfillment, you know, um, and in flow and um, where you're, you've really settled into this marathon, this pace that is solely owned by you and just feels um, um, just amazing like feels you know in in so in tune and it's like and it makes your heart like expand even more right i don't know how to describe it in just one word <laughs> so but it, i was thinking of it the other day and it came through and it was like my i had chills all the way through my body and that's why i wrote it on the wall and i was like yes this 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 makes sense to me um and it was such a grand feeling of um, peace and I, I just heard it. is alignment. Like I actually think that the the feeling you're talking about, because I've experienced it before, yeah. Yeah. is like that. And that's a it's a word I think that gets tossed around way right. too right. much and without any real depth of understanding. But the feeling that you're talking about, I actually believe, is that's when you are in full alignment with your purpose, your power, your your intuition, which is you know. We we both believe the same thing. Your direct dial up to like God, universe, power, source, yeah. whatever it is that you are in belief of. But that like truly is. And I actually think that it's something that maybe you can't harness it to have in every moment of every day. I, but right. when we're but when we can grasp that, we have these times we're able to grasp it and hold it, hold it for longer, call it in faster and and really hold the energy of it for way longer than i think that yeah. we've ever imagined possible yeah so so well said and you know and in peace and surrender although i heard somebody the other day say allow um surrender meaning like surrender to god to your intuition let go stop controlling everything and when you stop trying to control everything and you actually listen to yourself source god creator um there's a lot less resistance and a lot more peace and fulfillment you can't tell me that like you know god doesn't want way bigger than he can think for you than you can think you know and it's like hey when you're done like trying to control everything and um you know making it difficult may I step in for you? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah. What do you have in, in mind? Like, well, it's slightly different than what you saw, but way bigger. Do you, do you mind? You know, it's like, uh, all right, like go ahead. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't mean to humanize it, but I mean to connect it. 
because a lot of times we we just separate society separates and you know um from you know with you know like i said like with religion or politics or like all these different things but like really it's just a relationship you know with our soul and a soul with creator you know and universe and but i would say creator and, and god um which is a great you know it's not religious it's it's gratitude <laughs> it's like thank you thank you for being here and then being like wait a minute like i know we're not here to suffer and we're actually here to really expand more of who we are um and we came here on purpose so if we came here on purpose lead the way <laughs> let me stop like you know kind of being the block you know um in a lot of ways and i know that's very hard i think sometimes for people to think about like you know i'm not the block i'm not this it's like you know these things keep happening i'm like trust me in some way or another we can be and we have to like really let go so there's a lot of peace in the kind of the surrendering of um you know i'm just going to listen to my intuition and i and i and i and, and to god and i and i tell people practice it just keep practicing because it's not like let me just jump right into the deep end and just start doing it and like you know, throw everything out and, you know, the window and no, but we sometimes can test, we can hypothesize, we can say like, I'm feeling this intuitively and I feel like God spoke to me this. Let me just try something slightly different than that, but let me pay attention to how they too feel differently. So again, that comes back to being present and like actually asking questions and being curious and all these things. And so I think I tell people to just practice it because um, they're like, literally I started doing it more. And even in situations where normally I would have listened differently and I could actually stop, I could feel in moments like a certain way. I can even feel that nervousness start to kick in. And I'd be like, what am I really hearing? Like I'm open. What am I really hearing? And then boom, there's a shift. And then even how I approach the person or situation is so different, um, that, recreates the moment completely different and sets a whole different it's like almost like redirecting and rerouting the path a little bit in, in a little in a, in a way of like what an yeah. outcome would be so it's been very interesting and kind of paying attention and like i almost feeling like no no, no 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 you know i had an incident the other day in business it was like um you know i kind of went in with a plan of some things i wanted to, to say in terms of you know some things that need to you know be switched up and I was, uh, I won't get into the, the, too much more of the context uh, or the content, unfortunately, just out of privacy. But I remember saying, I was like, God, like, so here's what I'm thinking. But if you have another idea, you know, I'm open. And sure enough, there was a funny incident that happened um, while, while waiting. Um, and it completely redirected. Basically, it ended up with um, a person throwing all these accolades. I mean, an, an unknown stranger who just happened to know throwing all these, you know, accolades in front of the very people that it was ironic that it was happening. And I'm like, oh my God, do you have a sense of humor? Like literally like <laughs> reversing, like, so I didn't even have to say anything. And I'm like, and and I was very like polite to the stranger. I was like, thank you so much. But in, inside I'm like, wow, like I didn't have to do anything. Touche, touche. I didn't have to do anything, <laughs> right? So it helped me redirect my approach and not feel like I had to control or even say too much or even do more than I had to. So that constantly being in tune, constantly checking in. Um, but yeah, ultimately that peace and surrender, um, that feeling of alignment because we're actually following it. Um, even when we don't have to, we don't have to understand all of it. How could you? The only way to understand it is that 
you do it and then you start to piece the dots together and you go, I get it. Oh, and thank you. This is amazing. You know, so again, embracing uncertainty, what can we do for ourselves to fortify dealing with uncertainty and then having a little bit more fun with it by just following our gut and intuition and God. And then, you know, understanding by being present what dots are actually connecting our decisions start to change our behavior starts to change you know our outcomes drastically change and we stop to your point like fighting so much and having so much resistance and that it becomes much more like just flow it's, it's a lot less stress you know it's funny it's always right in front of us and we have the ability to listen just we don't always do it <laughs> you know so it's kind of like you know am i the problem in some way we all are right in some way we all really are at some degree depending on where we're at in the you know the the growth pattern there so absolutely oh my gosh it's a sequence right you can't connect the dots uh looking forward you can only right. do it looking backwards right <laughs> is right. i think steve jobs quote right? right 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 it's interesting when you actually are looking at them too you're like that makes sense. And also, that's time. I can't speed up time for anybody, unfortunately. I can't do it for myself. I can't. No, none of us can. We cannot speed up time. Nor would we want to, right? Because then we it, want to. Nor would we, we want wouldn't. To. That's what my mother used to say that to me always when I was little. I don't know when you were little. Did you ever someone would ask you how old you are, and you'd be like, "But I wish I was this age," or "Why can't I be mm-hmm. this age?" And my, my mom would always say to me, "Stop." Wishing your life away. Stop wishing right? your life away. <laughs> right, right. You know, I remember uh, I, when I would sleep so much when I was a kid and like a teenager, my father would always say, he's like, get it now. <laughs> you know, but I actually realized, no, I continue to have, I mean, that was extreme sleep, but like, um, no, actually he was wrong because when you're older, like it's all the things that you, you know, you have to do to put yourself first, like good sleep, good nutrition, good the sunlight, good, you know, all these things, you know, we That's can get true. older body wise, but we don't have to give up the things that are innately good for us. In fact, we should never do that. Um, we should actually expand and optimize them even more. So. Truth. Right. Serious <laughs> truth there. Oh right. my gosh. I just want to just thank you so, yeah. so much for having this conversation, for being here, sharing so so big, so transparently, so deeply. <sighs> I uh, can't wait. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm honored because, you know, I'm so excited that you, you know, you started doing this and you have your show. And um I think so many conversations that have to be had, so helpful for everybody. You know, we all have to kind of really work a lot more together. <laughs> so oh especially gosh. during this time. So yeah. True. Okay, so let's just talk a little bit here. How can the people find you? They need to get on your permissionless newsletter because it comes out and talk about potent. How can they find you? How can they get on, get connected with you? Because I know after this conversation, they're going to want to. Yeah. Uh, well, my Substack it is called Permissionless, so you can always go to Substack.com and type in Permissionless, or you can just go mattgodisman.substack.com, um, and a lot more coming with that. There will be a Discord connected to it soon, um, because uh, you know a lot of people, every a lot of I'm sure your audience too are creators. Everybody wants to kind of figure out like how do I take more ownership and control back into like what I'm doing. Um, and so there will be a little bit of the philosophy side meets the technology website, and we'll talk about those things. 
um, and crypto. Usually I have to like, in order to get people's ears to perk up, they're like, oh wait, crypto? What? Crypto NFTs? Yeah, I'm in. I'm like, got it. Okay. It's all related. Let So if they want to jump in there, um, they can. And then um, The Hustle Sold Separately is my podcast. Um, you know, like The Dream is Free, The Hustle Sold Separately. And not hustle for grind, 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 but hustle for, you know, as you mentioned, um, freedom is discipline. There's work to be done to get to you know to to create and embody the things you want in this world right and all takes work um at matt goddessman on instagram um and i always say you know i answer each and every text and dm as best as i can and reply true he does Uh, yeah yeah um and uh you know, and so happy to have lots of conversations over there and mattgoddessman.com, wearepermissionless.com. We, like as in all of us, wearepermissionless.com. Um, and uh, I think that's that's mostly the goods right there, <laughs> you know. It's and enough. Of, of course, it'll all be at the show notes so that they, yeah. they can find you. But oh. again, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.